while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrell. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome. Welcome to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. I'm Chris. Got some breaking news. I just checked on my cat. She's doing okay. <laughs> Marcus's cat. What's your cat's name? Tabby? Athena. Athena? Yeah. That's Phil's daughter's name. I know. We, we, Phil and I had a laugh about I didn't think about that when I was naming it. Naming her. And, and Phil and I had a laugh about that, actually, when I was on a show um, a few months ago. But... Uh, the real breaking news is, and this is why, this is a big feature of why we had South Coast tonight uh, as a program. And it's that we can, things that happen in the evening that we typically can't react to, we can now. It looks like, and this just broke a little bit in the last hour by, by Tim Weisberg in the newsroom, uh, there was a, uh, the police has seized a sizable amount of drugs and guns uh, in a drug bust. It looks like it's just based on the pictures. Right. Marijuana, which I think is interesting. Right. I didn't uh, know that was illegal in here. I didn't. Who gets busted for marijuana? You don't have a government per- per- if you, have a, you don't have a government permit, man. Don't cheat the government. Right. <laughs> so, uh, according to a release from the police department. This is New Bedford, right? The, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, OCB, which is the, uh, OCIB, which is the Organized Crime Intelligent, uh, Intelligence Bureau, executed a search warrant. Uh, this was actually on Friday, this past Friday. And, the target was um, uh, Joshua Washburn, 27, uh, Detective LeVar Gilbert, read, uh, led the investigation. There were 430 grams of marijuana, uh, packaging materials, digital scales, That's a lot of joints. 1,200 in cash. They also located uh, a, a ghost gun. Uh, a wait, load of, wait, Joe Biden's ghost guns? The ghost, yeah, Joe Biden's ghost guns. Joe Brandon's Is that why Tim is guns. reporting on this story? It could be why he's reporting. He likes the story. ghost angle. I think for. <laughs> Tim wouldn't have reported the story, but, but there's a ghost involved. <laughs> it's called Casper, not. Casper <laughs> shot me. Not John like... Wayne. Casper shot me. <laughs> a ghost gun, by the way, is a gun that's Primarily made... F- I thought it was a fiction gun, really, at first. But Well, I think it refers to a gun that's made in, uh, like, a 3D printer. Yeah. That, that... They assemble the parts. It's... Yeah. but So it's, it's very hard to trace it, um, is why. But I, I just think that um, it's, a, it's very rare to actually find a ghost gun. They are, like, real ghosts. Um, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an issue that's, that's got a lot of play on the national stage. But here it is so, in New so here's So here's the... Here's the thing. This this report of it being a ghost gun is coming from the Bedford Police Department, right? That is going to be determined in court whether or not it's a ghost gun or even a gun to begin with, like a, a, a firearm to begin with. Very interesting. Because that, I think, is a fact for the jury to decide whether or not this person may or may not have been in possession of these firearms, whether or not they are firearms, whether or not they can be fired. Because if they can't be fired... 
they are not by legally de- legal definition of firearm. That's very interesting, Marcus. Yeah. So I would imagine the police. I'm just I'm really speculating here. They they find what what, what looks like a gun to them. Right? Yeah. So so it's got the you know it's, it looks like an like a like a Colt 45 or yeah. a Glock nine millimeter, but it has no serial numbers where a serial number would appear. Right. So that they look at the thing and they did it. It's got not not a fake not even a fake serial number, not an obliterated serial number. The 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 weapon itself has no serial numbers, which is not a weapon that a normally licensed person would, would exactly. own. Exactly. Because it, it, it'll get you in trouble. I believe the legal definition of a firearm is something that uh, shoots a projectile by, by explosion. Okay. You know, talking about what happens inside the firearm. say like a slingshot. As opposed to a slingshot, yep. Five zero eight nine nine six. Do you have a wrist rocket? No, I didn't. I didn't have any of that stuff. I didn't have paintball guns either. Ever. I didn't have actually. Let's it's a weapon, not allowed. Mess. I did. And before we get to this caller, yeah. I, I I never did paintball. I never did paintballing until I was like twenty years old. Me neither. And when I did it, I was doing. We were just. I was horsing around with some friends. We played paintball. It was like a little competition. You go out there and hide in the woods or whatever, and right. you you get shot, you're out. Um, I didn't layer enough. Um, and I was walking through the woods. Very ostentatiously, we'll call it. And uh, this somebody was hiding under a pile of leaves. It was autumn, hiding under a pile of leaves. And I'm when I when I say like lit me up, right. like up and down the side of my body. I mean, they were welts right. up and down the side of my body, and popped up. And he just started going ah. And it was one of the callers, Barry's uh, son, oh yeah, uh, Matt, who did that to me. And I'll never forget it. I was legitimately. I mean, he. It was a game. I lost, but I was like. Oh my god! And it hurt like hell, right? Yeah, <laughs> it hurt like hell. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Yes. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey. And Chris, for the record, I have not had Scotch bourbon or Pinot Noir. <laughs> then, well, the night is young, my friend. <laughs> I've had a couple of Bud Lights, so there you go. There we go. Uh, uh, Marcus, I, I, I'm just. This isn't a trick question. I'm just trying to oh boy. get the rationale. Get the rationale as to why President Biden will go to Saudi Arabia, but he will not go to the United States southern border. I'm trying to get the rationale behind that. that. The rationale is the political optics of going to the southern border. That's why he sends Kamala that down there. I mean, that's what the, I, I will tell you for for all of the for all of the luster Biden's lost. The one political skill he's maintained is sending people to, to be the face of things that are bad. Flat catchers. Pete, yeah, Pete, Kamala Harris was the for a while of the face of the border. She had to go out and talk about the border. Pete Buttigieg is the face of the supply chain issues. Right. Right. So he's been very good at that. I mean, that's the rationale of him not going there i mean what does he accomplish by going there either uh, anyway i mean he doesn't necessarily have to he won't leave remembering anything <laughs> you said it not me chris yes sir correct me please correct me if i'm wrong but did didn't joe biden uh announced that Kamala Harris was going to be the border czar. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what he did. In, in other words, he hung the border around her neck. Right. That was he made it 
He made it the um, yeah. the albatross. He knew one. what the plan was going to be. What what is what is what is subordinates allegedly subordinates? We're going to tell him what to do. We're going to we're going to set up, and and he didn't want to own it. He wanted to give it to Kamala. Yeah, the albatross are on the neck. Let's let's not let's not let's not keep in mind that those two ran against each other, and she said some very nasty things about Joe very Biden. Nasty, true really nasty. She called him a racist and said when she was a child, he, he traumatized her, her basically. Right, yeah, he did. He did. He wanted to keep her locked in black only schools. Yeah, and that's a Vicious. First of all, it's an untruth, truthful statement, but it's a vicious, vicious thing. And now he, and then he ended up having to accept her as vice president. And last but not least, I'll put this in your, I'll put this in your pocket. Uh, Muriel Bowser, she's a progressive Democrat mayor of Washington D.C. Yeah, yeah, correct. And evidently, there are busloads of illegal immigrants being dropped off in Washington D.C. She mm-hmm. is not happy with that at all. Has and she I has would, she publicly been not happy about it? She was on Face the Nation yesterday. She's not happy about it. Interesting. Uh, and yeah, and I, I can't help but think a year from now, Washington D.C. is going to turn into a tent city if we don't get the southern border under control. It's out of control. Well, it, the southern border is out of control, and it really there's, there's a much more humane way of doing these things. And I just. I do think the remain in Mexico policy, or remain out of sight policy, was um, right. was 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 at least more humane, better for America. Oh, was it? Was it humane? Uh, thanks for the call, call. I appreciate it. Was it humane to camp, let people camp out in the blistering conditions of the of the Mexican slash Texas desert while they were seeking refuge? Well, it beat my back and letting out and let and letting uh, and then you know at the time this was when I you know this is during the Trump era. I can't can't speak to what the on the ground situation is there now but during the trump era i mean there'd be is like probably about 10 people per day that were allowed to have the prospect of being able to to get illegally into america legally illegally into america why is it illegal if they're if they're calling it they're get they did a basically like a a number system where you got a number and you could call in to then seek refugee right so that's but they were not going to be accepted as refugees why not most Mexicans are not accepted as refugees. Well, at, I mean, now you're assuming everybody that's there is Mexican. Well, in fact, they are not. There's many, right. There's They're many from people from, from Central from, America. Not just Central America. There's many people from the Middle East. There's people from, from, uh, from all over the An world. An appreciable number of people from the it, Middle East or like a handful? Well, I don't know because they don't identify themselves. They're illegal aliens. And, and now we hope they bring their documents with them Here's into the America. Thing, you know... When Ron DeSantis had said, "I would just tell you politically, Marcus, it doesn't pay." And the I think the caller brought up a good point politically. Why is Joe Biden avoiding the board and bringing Kamala Harris on there? Right? Because yeah, he's going to be the. Face I would of say it. that dismissing what's going on at the yeah. border is not a politically successful tactic. It's the. It's the again. It's neither humane uh, nor politically successful. I agree. I agree. Because um, what's going on down there is an absolute disaster. Yes, it is. I mean, it's it's really. But it was a disaster under Trump, too. But at least they weren't getting in like they are now. Really? Oh, yeah. They weren't. I don't think... I just... No one... They haven't seen it as bad as this. And those folks are coming across... Who's saying that we haven't seen it as bad as this? The people that live down there. The mayors of those towns. Have you watched them on television? They, they interview the mayors of some of these small little towns. They, they, they're, they're being overwhelmed. Hasn't the, but hasn't it's like you, it's like it's like it's like what's happened to Poland with the Ukrainians. But again, hasn't this problem been something that's been exacerbated for years? I mean, Trump purposefully bottlenecked the people 
at the border so that they couldn't come in. Yes. And so we had this backlog. We didn't want them coming in. No, no. Trump didn't want them coming in, and, he and was the minority. Yeah, well, he was elected. He was elected by, by, a, by an absolute minority. <laughs> by the yeah, he was elected by an absolute minority of the people of the people who voted the in Russians the twenty twenty. So, so it's not we. Start discrediting our democracy. So it's not we. It's the people who voted. It's Trump and the people who voted for. It's not not we necessarily because I think the majority but of people don't in America our don't. Marcus, I'm. Oh no, no. The president. The way Marcus, the presidential. How dare you dis- the way, dis- disrupt our democracy? The way the presidential. How dare you and your racist pals undermine our election? Yeah, the way the president is picked is totally stupid and should be illegitimate. Uh, I mean, you even heard last, it here, folks. Even last, I think we got a Russian. Even last among us. Even in 2020, nobody for a second thought that Joe Biden wasn't going to get more votes than Donald Trump. Nobody nobody was arguing that at all. Right, but, but we but, went by the electoral Trump, college. But, but Trump could go out there and say, I called dibs on Pennsylvania and get everybody up in a tizzy uh, because we have this stupid system of electoral college. But we're getting off... Wow. Marcus, get- did you just call the founding fathers system stupid? Yes. So, Jesus. They did a lot of stupid Boy, stuff. Boy, that Howard Zinn really, really rotted your mind. Folks, what we're witnessing here is a, a really bright guy <laughs> gone bad. I mean, really. You're looking at Marxist brain rot. It's a me- not Marxist, Marcus, but Marxist. With an, think emphasis on the X. Um, X marks the spot of the rotted brain. Come on, man. The founding fathers put together a hell of a system. You may not, you may not like it when your guy loses. It's going great so far. We're doing I think it a, is. We're doing a bang-up job Wait, here. We're talking about all the people trying to get into the country illegally. No yeah. one's trying to get out of the country. I think that migration's been zero for a while, actually. No one tries to leave America. No one's fleeing to Cuba. No one's heading to Nicaragua. You can't really. Not just because of the weather. They have much better weather than we well, do. Well, no one's fleeing to Nicaragua because, again, of us specifically, right? That's our that's our own empire building and, and meddling, you, in, wait, there, wait meddling in there. Meddling in there. Are that, you that, saying? No one's fleeing to these countries that we're destroying. Are you saying the remnants no, of the Reagan foreign policy were truly based on preventing Americans from leaving and heading to no, Nicaragua? No, I didn't say that. That's an, that, that's, that is an absolute straw man. I did not say that. But you're saying no one's fleeing to these other countries. How does it feel? No one's fleeing to these other countries well, I just, that, we're, that, we're, that we're just, I just that we ourselves are destroying. Marcus. I just out straw man Marcus. <laughs> yeah, it's an absolute straw Very man. rare. It doesn't make any sense. Very rare circumstance to out straw man a lefty. But I did it. I did it, folks. That's why I'm your champion. <laughs> 508-996-0500. It feels like a good time to take a break, but it's not really time to take a break. So I'm just, I'm going to keep, we're going to, we're going to keep going. Yeah. So Biden, yeah, again, not politically popular thing. So he wants to put the albatross around Kamala's neck. And she's and, taking it. By the way, do you know what the albatross around the neck comes from? The the, the story, the rhyme of the ancient mariner where uh, a sea. Uh, He's a, trying to redeem himself. A seafaring <laughs> worker killed an albatross and then he had to hang it around his neck and it cursed all the, the members of the, the crew on the boat. But. Um, See, folks, that's a Catholic education right there. I did learn that in of course Catholic you did, school. I know. It's a Catholic <laughs> I did, education. I did learn that in Catholic Pam school. Pam wrote a check. Pam wrote the check. She did write the check. Pam and Joe wrote the check. Uh, it paid off really well. But, um, yeah, no, anyway, of course, it's it's a politically unpopular thing because Biden can't do what Trump did, which appeals to Trump base, the Trump's base, and be needlessly cruel, right? He can't so do that. So he's creating a new base. Hmm? He's creating a new base by importing them. But they can't vote. Not yet. 
But ultimately, I, that's the goal. But they haven't even done. They haven't even. That that would be a convincing argument, and one that like if it I'd wasn't, be, if be it wasn't fine working with. to the opposite effect on the Hispanic community. Well, that's. It's not that. It's that they haven't. The reason why the Hispanic community is marginally turning away from Biden, marginally, right. Right. is because the Democrats haven't lifted a finger on immigration. They haven't done. Really, Obama had some executive orders on DACA. Right. That's really the last substantial policy, uh, the, the really the last substantial policy impact that they've made is actually DACA itself. They I haven't lifted making, a finger. I think you're making a really strong point. Actually, building off the point you originally made a couple hours ago, which is the disappointment that you have in what the Democrats, to include, I know you liked Obama, and I, I thought he was a very charismatic guy, but the the fact that they never really move forward with a lot of major policy issues. The, 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 the Democrats, have in, in the in, when they've had the presidency and the Senate and the Congress and, and a substantial intellectual edge in a lot of the federal courts. Intellectual edge. Have be, well, well they, they certainly have. Um, they've ha- they've I'm had, glad you agree. They, 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 but they haven't used it. I mean, yeah, no, it's they, true. They have, they have abandoned... The normal legislative process, as you pointed out, executive orders, those are waiting there to be ripped up by the next guy. Right. Everything that's Obama's... Obama was a king of the executive order and there's nothing left. Obama's immigration policy was always going to be a house of cards because he could never get the immigration policy passed, even when they had a supermajority. And I think the key difference is... There's something remarkably inhumane about what Obama did and promised to do with his Ob- with, it, with his immigration policy. And and what's mm-hmm. going on right now with the Biden people is that they're, they're, they're hanging out well, there, the opportunity to, to, to die in an effort to sneak into the American... Biden actually country. did really poorly with the Latino uh, community. It was actually Bernie Sanders who... Very strongly, uh, like commanded the Latino vote in the 2020 primary because of Obama's, in large part due to Obama's immigration policies that, that like they said, they saw as um, sort of again uh, built on a house of cards. It was, and, and not only that, he, he was the the a lot of people referred to as the reporter and uh, deporter in chief. Right now, there's one thing, and, I, and and I'm certainly not accusing you at all of this, Marcus. But one of the big mistakes that is made when you when someone when you discuss the Latino community is that it is an entirely diverse community. I mean, when you think about it, it makes up American citizens like who, who are Puerto Rican, Colombians. Chileans, right? You, I mean, there, there are so many different aspects of what is called the Latino community. It's true. That it's very difficult. And Joe, Joe Biden just really made some embarrassing mistakes over the weekend. I, and I don't think they were, I don't think they were, I don't think that it's as bad. I mean, they weren't cruel. They weren't, they weren't anything she, she weren't, they were intended to be insulting, but it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. The, the, Using, referring to people. Anyway, the reason I say this is my, my very good friend, Natalie, who, um, you know, um, her family's from Colombia, right? She's, she's she was born in America. Her mother and aunts and uncles—I know them all. They were all born in Colombia. They followed the rules. They immigrated here to the country. Um, they, you know, but that—but people who were born in Colombia and immigrated by the rules are different than people who say fled Cuba, right? Right. And, but so um, and so, we have this really diverse group, and I don't know how. So what a you lot were, of them didn't you just, So so it's people who came in in Colombia and immigrated by the rules are different from the people who fled Cuba, and it's because the conditions of the country of origin made some of the practical realities of how they came here a little bit different than people in other countries. Completely different. So yeah. so in other words, I agree. When you when you when 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 
someone like Joe Biden gets up and attempts to speak to the entire Latino community, unfortunately, her speechwriters are setting her up for failure because it's an impossibility. I mean, that would be like me saying, hey, Europeans. Right. I think actually, thinking that the Germans and, and are the same as the Scottish. You know what I mean? I think I think that's. But here's a, here is here's the thing about that. I think that's definitely true. Of certainly, it's true of the Latino population. Right, that they're all from different communities, have right. different types of perspectives. But younger Latino voters, younger Latino voters, I think are substantially but do you more mean by, by progressive. American born. Hmm? So, so in other words, do you, and I'm not I'm, again. I'm not trying to split heads with you. But when you say younger Latino voters, you're talking about people who are likely born in America. Uh, not necessarily. Okay, I'm wondering just, about that. Just, just, uh, just voters and people who are people who are eligible eligible to vote, and just I mean, even people who are really ineligible at this time to vote. People who might have a a legal uh, a legally documented status like DACA, let's right? say. So, so at the risk of. Of, of making this, you know, too too personal. But I'll give you a good example. Natalie, who was born in Winchester, you know, to 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 her father who was born in America, her mother who was uh, came here legally from Colombia. She's she could she's a Latina, right? Latino, Latino, whatever. But her experience is entirely different, right? Having grown up in in Winchester and Manapoys in Stoneham, Massachusetts, to to um, an immigrant and an American-born parents, she falls in the same box on the on the census right yeah as someone who was born in puerto rico right because she was born in massachusetts to latino parents but 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 her experience in the world is entirely different so what i'm saying is that when people in politics try to pigeonhole the latino community they're bound to fail that the 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 thing is we do see how that community does vote and it is mostly democratic except bush George Bush himself, I think, secured 44% of the Latino vote in right. maybe both of his. I think it was actually both of his elections because he, he made some attempts at speaking Spanish. It's actually one of the reasons they thought Jeb would be a strong candidate is because he actually spoke Spanish and I right. think was married to someone who's in the Latino community, right? And then Trump came along and destroyed him. That's why Trump will, would win against DeSantis, by the way. Hey, we got to take this break. We're All a little right. bit behind. Well, let's get back we'll to that back. the DeSantis-Trump thing. I think that's very interesting. I Me too. Let's, let, let's do it. BSM. I tried the uh, instrumental, hip-hop instrumental beats 2019. And the, and the Cobra bit you anyway. <laughs> Marcus, I think we got some calls at 508-996-0500. The, um, we, we, after we take the calls, I, I do want to discuss the, why we think that DeSantis would be smart not to face Trump. Yeah, I, I agree. Caller, you're live. Who, me? Yep. You. Oh, hey, how are you doing? Good, uh, how are you? First, I want to mention um, that we should all pay tribute to that guy that stopped that mad shooter in the mall. I, uh, thank, I agree with you. Work. 22 years old, man, and he... he uh, I was. I watched the the press conference. I'm sure you did. The chief of police said the guy was tactically sound. I mean, I was. I got to tell you, Marcus can, can, and I were communicating about this. You know, before, when, when it was breaking on news, and I thought the story seemed way too good to be true. Yeah. But so far, it seems to be just a real good turn to a terrible event. Yeah, uh, but it, it proves right there that um, taking people's gun rights away isn't the answer that there I agree. are people that are responsible with guns. It's, I think Marcus uh, agrees too. It's it's funny Absolutely. it's funny but but like 
I think honestly, the, the the gun lobby has been dying for an example for a long time. Well, we had one. Well, here. actually, the gun lobby has been dying. Other people have been dying for that example for <laughs> right. a long time. That was that was a good that was, that that was, was a good, good. line. But, I but, know. But I will, I would just say, Carla, you'll remember. And I know Marcus does. We actually talked about it. Right as this event was breaking, at the Taunton Mall a couple of years ago, you had a maniac who was having a psychiatric breakdown who grabbed a knife. He was stabbing a, a pregnant. Um, waitress at, at the Petrucci's, then turned the knife on on Mr. Heath from uh, Vogue Tech, and then ultimately a guy with a pistol shot him and killed him in the Petrucci's in Taunton. So it's not, it didn't, you don't have to go all the way to Indiana to see, it, see an example of this. Yeah, I think I actually remember that, now that you guys mentioned A, a guy with a gun, he works actually for uh, the Republican Sheriff of, of uh, Plymouth County, McDonald, who's up for re-election this year. Um, he... Oh. Uh, it was one of his guys who, uh, who, uh, who shot and killed the guy who was stabbing the pregnant, uh, pregnant waitress in the Bertucci. So it happened in Bristol County, not just you know some remote part of the country. We've had a had a legally trained, lawfully lawfully owned firearm used to defeat a madman. Yeah, well, maybe this will be a message to liberals that they had to gun the back off and yeah, because well, well, bit. three people still died right, and before oh. that guy could do anything about that. Um, so if there Which were so, so, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for the people that are for those three people and for the their families. It's it's more than unfortunate. It's devastating. It's life altering. It's life ruining. Depending on you know the person's connection, uh, you know, their connection to that, to, to that. So like, I, you know, th- that being like the price of freedom, I think is, is, I don't think is a very convincing argument The my, my whole thing on, on gun rights is, is there's a couple things. One, I, you know, a lot of gun rights are some, I mean, a lot of, uh, gun control legislation. Some of it's bad. Some of it's even racist, right? But it, it's true. Of some course, of it, it is. some of it's even it's racist. It's also dark money. Open, open carry, open carry laws were were implemented in a lot of states after the Black Panthers were openly carrying. Right? That's an actual. That, that's you're, a fact. You're, well, wait, wait, no, you're right about that. You're saying gun restrictions. Gun restrictions. Yeah, you're not yeah, saying yeah, the yeah. privilege to own a gun is racist. You're saying that the that the, that the restrictions no, but on I guns. Think, right? no, but, I no, but I think I do think that obviously the privilege to own a gun. Uh, is not necessarily applied uh, across racial boundaries fairly in a lot of cases. You look at a case it's like Philando Castile. It's got nothing to do with race at all. It's called defending yourself. Right, but you're defending yourself against people with guns that probably shouldn't have guns in the first place, right? So it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, well, this, no this good guy with a gun stopped this bad guy with a gun. But like, yeah, but the bad guy has a gun, and this is the only place where it really happens. So, I mean, I think... You know, to say that, you know, we should have a Second Amendment right to bear arms and all that. Okay, fine. But I think we should also have a situation in which it's probably more difficult for a lot of people to get guns in certain areas where it's maybe too easy. Like Indiana, for example. You know, in fact, an Indiana gun manufacturer is, everybody always talks about Chicago. An Indiana gun manufacturer or a gun store is was sued, actually, by Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago, because a lot of guns were coming from those states into Illinois and into into Chicago. So. The um, By the way, I have a communication here from Bob McConnell. Um, that, that it was a canine officer, Jimmy Creed of Plymouth County, who, who stopped that madman Jimmy Creed. in the, in the uh, Bristol County uh, Taunton Mall. That's a cool name. It is, Jimmy Creed. That's it is. It's a cool no, name. I'm, I'm cool serious name. about yeah. that. Hey, let me mention something really sure, go ahead, about buddy. these Santos and Trump. Yes. The Santos doesn't have a chance. Don't yeah, I agree. I don't think anybody's got a chance. 
I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump, but after Joe Biden, Donald Trump looks like George Washington. So <laughs> I think Donald Trump's going to be an aristocratic racist. Again. Yeah, I agree. He does look like George Washington. <laughs> wow, Paul, you're Marcus is on his game tonight. Thanks. But I, I think Donald Trump will probably, I think he's too old anyway, like Biden, but. He's probably, if he runs again, he's most likely going to win. And it's going to be kind of weird because he's only got four years. Yeah, it is. It is. It is kind of weird. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. I do think I do think that um, the problem for DeSantis is that Donald Trump plays to win and he plays cruel. He's just going to. He'll give him a nickname. He, he's he's gonna he's gonna make fun of his comb over or something. Give him a funny nickname about his comb over, right? And that's what it's gonna stick to. That's and what it's gonna stick to him. Look, look, look! Jeb Bush was on his way to becoming the next president of the United States and continue the Bush mm-hmm. dynasty. And low energy Jeb, low energy Jeb, low energy. Yep. He nicknamed him low energy Jeb Jeb and started making Lion fun Ted, of him. Ted, I mean, little Marco. All of that is it's just, but th- nobody worse than 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 low energy Jeb. Actually, my f- the funniest part of the 2016 primary, and I think you know what we're ta- what, what I'm going to say is when Jeb was going off about his mother, oh, my mother is the best, and blah, 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 he just goes, well, why doesn't she run then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't run against a guy like that. Yeah, you can't. You yeah. know, you really can't, if you're going to have, because the reality was Donald Trump was, was, it was a lark for him to begin with, so he took, he, and he's a risk taker. If you're in politics, the one thing you can't be done, can't have done to you, is to be made to look ridiculous, because a man yeah. in that position cannot look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. It's part of Joe Biden's problem. He has now become a caricature, quite yeah. frankly. And look, I feel incredibly disloyal to America when I make fun of the president of the United States. So I try to avoid I it. Don't. I don't. I know you don't, but that's because I'm a real American. You're a Marxist. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 no, that's, it, the, it's, that's the core of our disagreement. Like the, the, you know, people that have typically become president. It's like you're the most powerful person in the world, and it's like, well, we can't make funny. You're disloyal well, to make fun. Like, I'll give you no, no. I, I'll give you an example, and and it, you know, Sean Hanley, who I like. Um, he was at one point playing, yeah, he's a, playing the best. a tape. Well, do you remember this? He was playing yeah. a tape of Obama exercising with very light weights that had been filmed in Poland, probably by the KGB or one of their designates, um, of Obama in a in a hotel in Poland on a diplomatic journey overseas, and he was working out early in the morning before he mm-hmm. got. Uh, you know, for the day. And he was using very light weights. It looked very feminine. And, of course, the tape was then given, you know, put out. The, the president had no idea it was being taped. Yeah. It wasn't made by, by our Secret Service. It was obviously made by a foreign hostile power, likely the Russians, and used to humiliate the president. And I really did not like when, when, when um, well, John Hanley was that, playing Because it. that's, that's I know, it, that's kind of, that's just the name. You know, like what's Sean Hannity? What kind of weights is Sean Hannity working out with? I mean, President Obama. He'll you tell say, you if you listen. You can say a lot of yeah, right. You can yeah. He'll tell you what he wants to tell you. He's working out with. But my point but, is, is that I don't. I feel I, I get very uncomfortable when even if it's a president I didn't vote for, is 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 made fun, particularly on a legitimate issue like looking feminine or falling down on the stairs or any of those things. I didn't like <laughs> it when they did things to Trump. You know, when when Trump. What's wrong with looking feminine? 
<laughs> what are you? What are you? What are you trying to get on the Supreme Court? Oh man! What, what's wrong? For, oh, believe me, I'll answer that. What's wrong with a man looking feminine? Nothing. Five zero eight nine nine six. Give me your lunch money. Oh five hundred. Download the dose tonight. I'm Marcus. He's Chris. Uh, the phone lines are, are lighting up, and we're going to get to you in a minute. Just stay put. And of course, if you want to call in, uh, you can at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred and message us on the app chat. But we were talking a little bit about you know Trump running again and all of that. I want to right. talk about some of the alternatives to uh, to Joe Biden sure. I, as a Democrat, as someone who might vote in the next election. Um, uh, for Hillary. For Hillary, I did vote for Hillary. So, so did you feel like you were betraying your, your movement when you did that? Yeah, I mean, anything? more or less, not betraying, but it was just it just felt like I, I, I was you know someone spit in my face, and I was like, uh, can I get some more? Right? That's seriously, that's what it felt like. It was it was After the horrible thing she did to Bernie. It, it was denigrating. Yeah, it was denigrating, but I still felt like it was a necessary vote at the time. Wait, a necessary what? Vote. But you were going to say a necessary. E- evil, evil yeah. evil, yeah. So I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a lot of people that felt that in the going in the opposite direction. Here's who I think probably. could be. That's probably true. Here's who I think could be an alternative to Joe Biden, who's already who's already put there, who's already testing the waters. Because listen, Joe Biden is in the, in the toilet in terms of his 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 uh, approval rating right, right now. And yeah, the economy could rebound in the time that the presidential election comes around. Is it going to rebound in any significant way for people to feel better about that? I'm not sure. Is you know is is this election maybe being another referendum on Trump, maybe helping him. We're not sure. But let's just assume for a second that Biden doesn't run again or he's challenged in the primary. I right. think a suitable challenger, not Kamala Harris, because her approvals are just as bad. Uh, and frankly, she, and she's made a terrible example. And when she team. ran for president in when she ran, I think Amy Klobuchar would have been a better pick, but she got tied to the George Floyd thing. And I think right. that's who they wanted. Tied to it. She caused it. Yes, <laughs> she caused it. Just, just every time I see Amy Klobuchar on TV, I go. Why are they not split screening with George Floyd's dead body? They should. So, but if it weren't for that, I think she would be the stronger candidate uh, in terms of just her ability to campaign in general, her uh, appeal across um, right. across bases and demographics yeah. and all of that. But uh, she, Kamala Harris, when she ran a national campaign, didn't make it to Iowa. There's like a famous right. photo of her New Hampshire office, and all there was is a bag of uh, Cheeto puffs. So she can't manage a national campaign. How I, could you manage the country? I think that. The person, I think that one alternative, someone who's already put their, dipped their feet in the water to Joe Biden is Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. J.B. Pritzker is very much physically and uh, a larger-than-life candidate. I think that benefits him. I think having that sort of physical, physically imposing presence against someone like Donald Trump helps him. I think he's got the money to um, finance a campaign himself. His family certainly does. And he's got the money to get the people that are going to stick up for Biden to glom onto him so that they can keep their nose in the trough, frankly. So I think that J.B. Pritzker actually could be a good alternative to Joe Biden in the 2024 Democratic primary. We're just assuming right now, because things are bad, as approval rates in the toilet and the economy is bad, I that, like he's not gonna, that he's not going to be a viable candidate in 2024. Let me, let me ask you a question. Is he significantly socialist enough? And I don't mean that as, as a pejorative. I mean, for the current Democrat Party, or the I new think Democrat that, Party. Here's the thing. I think that... For the AOC wing, think, whatever you want to say. It doesn't matter, really, because I think that 88% of Bernie voters in 2016 went to, uh, went to Hillary, right? Okay. So, I mean... 
went to Hillary. Another 12% probably weren't voting for Hillary either way. The okay. other 12% probably weren't voting for Hillary either way. I think there's a the significant amount of Bernie voters, the overwhelming majority of them, see uh, are convinced by the harm reduction argument. Do I think he's in the mold of a Bernie Sanders? No, I don't. Okay. Do I think it matters in terms of getting the people to stave off another Trump uh, presidency? I think so. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Hi, it's Caitlyn Jenner, and I'm going to run for president. I'm going in the Republican Party. <laughs> Caitlin, um, let me ask you a question. Do you do you miss the broad jump? <laughs> now that you, <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good joke, but the, that's um, pretty good. That's that's the, clever. Um, that's clever. The, but obviously, that wasn't Caitlyn. We we we're not broadcast on the West Coast. That isn't Caitlyn. We do broadcast. We do. That's, I guess we do digitally. We, we do. do right? We have the WBSM app that can go anywhere. Remember, How do you we, had get a, that app? we had a caller from. Huh? How do you get that app? So you just you can go to the App Store. You can go to Google Play, and it's can, free. And it's free, and you just download it. And you can actually even, you know, if you have an iPhone and you're not sure how to work it, you can pull down your you can pull down your iPhone screen, right? As soon as you, you swipe down, there is a little search bar, and you just type in WBSM app. It'll come up, and it'll give you the option to download for free. Up next, how to get your documents from the registry. We are company men, and we actually have to take a break. <laughs> Hey, everybody, it's the big evening. Welcome back to South Coast tonight. Chris, uh, we've got about five minutes left in the program. If so, you want to call in, you can at 508-996-0500 or message us in the chat. So what I thought I'd do, Mark, is just tell people a couple things we're going to be doing this week. So we've got we've got a pretty busy week. Um, on Friday night, we're going to do a, a tribute to Joe to, to, to Dr. John Fletcher. Um, we'll, have, we'll have a lot of people that knew John, worked with John in, in local politics, uh, giving us a call. Or coming you in you knew John. You worked I knew him really politics. well. I, yeah. I really knew John Fletcher really, really well. Dr. Fletcher was a great guy. Um, he gave a lot of people in politics their start. There's a lot of people listening to me right now who got their start. And that'll because, be on the program. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a lot of that. Yeah. That'll be Friday night. And um, Wednesday we, Wednesday night we have uh, Congressman Jake Auchincloss calling in. So, Which I think is going to be a really interesting interview. Again, Jake is an up-and-comer in, in Massachusetts politics and national politics, quite frankly. In fact, you see him on television quite a bit now on the national shows. You do. Which is very hard for a congressman to get on the national shows. A senator, I know, a very different between the House and the Senate. There's a lot of members of the it's, House. Especially, he's a freshman, he's a freshman congressman. And, and about he, to be in the party about to be vanquished. And not a, yeah, it's true. And not, he won't be though. And not right. a firebrand, uh, like some of the other more well, people who became more well known in their Correct. freshman congressional terms. People who, basically people who beat incumbents and all of that to, you know, primaries like right. AOC, uh, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, that, that whole, uh, Ayanna Presley. So he's, he's made. He couldn't it, be further from the, from, from, uh, Ohan. I think that he's a Marine that served in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, the, I think that he's really... See what I mean, Marcus? I really think that he's hit the ground running. He's your favorite war criminal. And I didn't call him a war criminal. He, I think he's really I'll hit the... i time. I think that he's really hit the ground running as a, as a freshman congressman. No, I do too. He's vice chair of financial services. Despite his staff. He's vice. Yeah, I mean that seemed. You know, it's a and it's it's a story that people have already. I think he's weathered the storm on absolutely that, right? Has. Yeah, absolutely. Has. So uh, he's vice. He's vice chair of financial <laughs> no. services. He is on the House Transportation Committee. He was part of writing that big infrastructure bill, the bipartisan infrastructure bill, and you know, he. I think clearly the the leadership of the 
of the Democratic Party has seen uh, him as one of the central pieces of their future party building. You saw Nancy Pelosi in his district. Uh, Doug Imhoff came to his district as well, the second gentleman of the United States. So I think he's done a really good job. He's also a lot of fun to talk to on the air. He's a really good interview. And he'll be here when? Uh, Wednesday. He's Wednesday. I think he's calling in from the Capitol because I... Uh, uh, I have to, he has to get his, actually, the reason I don't know exactly what time yet is because they get their vote schedules uh, this week. Like, they get their vote schedules the week of. Right. So we're going to figure it out and we're going to have him come on. Now, folks, we're not going to be here Thursday night, but but it'll be better than us. It'll be the uh, Joe Jesus 50s night. Yeah, it's 50s night. There will be, uh, there'll be 50s music playing. So that will be, you know, it'll add to your experience of 50s night. They will be some WBSM personalities at 50s night i won't be there but there'll be some other people there that you can meet and talk to over on purchase street and uh look at some cool cars and don't forget to go to wbsm.com marx has got his opinion pieces up there i have mine be curious what do you think oh. you can always comment on facebook one more thing uh i i forgot to mention this and i should i want to congratulate cam durant cam durant just got hired by Fairhaven to be their first director of human resources so he was on the board of public works with me he was twice a, uh, a candidate for selectman wow he's now leaving the board of Wait, public and who hired him? Uh, Angie uh, Angie Lopes uh, Angie Lopes Ellison, who is the uh, town administrator. The one was he on the search committee? He was on the search committee, but there was only this one person. But there was oh. only there was only one person that actually was applied, but happened to be a very good candidate in Angie Lopes Ellison. That's a good example of a good hire that some people could complain about. Which is it's why, a very good hire. Right? And, it's and, good height, a good guy. And I'll have an, I'll have the news story out tomorrow about it and why it's a very good hire and. And I talked to Angie. I talked to Cam today. I'll have some quotes for them and all of that. So stay tuned. Look at that tomorrow. But congrats to Cam. I'm going to miss him on the Board of Public Works. He's got to leave now. He's He can't have those Well, I hope he never ends up in his office. Hmm? I hope he never ends up in his office.